Welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling podcast where a group of geographically diverse chums meet up, have a drink, and work together to solve a homemade escape room of the ears. I'm Mike. I'm drinking something a little bit special. It's a Boss Brewing Black, which uh, is a seriously silky stout, allegedly, and it's got a picture of a great big black wolf on it in purple and cartooniness. I've not tried it yet, but I'm going to crack it open now and tell you whether or not it's tasty. I should have. I should be ASMRing this bottle opens because you the microphone. Yeah. But it's really difficult. And I'm, I, last time I did that, I spilt beer on my microphone. That's fine. Oh, don't do That's that. all right. That will enhance the uh, the experience. Oh, bloody hell. Yeah. Silky, silky that is not, but stouty it is. That's um, <laughs> very tasty, but it's like it's like Marmite. It's crazy. Oh. Yeah, intense. Ooh, yummy. And joining me today, we have... And I'm Ben Levy-Griffiths. And this week, I am drinking a lovely pint of water. Mental. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm Alid, and I'm drinking a glass of red Merlot. Mm-hmm. Classy, yeah. classy that one. Uh, my name's Bailey, and I'm drinking uh, an instant Kenko coffee, which may turn into a martini halfway through this. Mm. What, the so, coffee? Uh, oh, yeah, oh. magic. It's, uh, yeah, that is a kind or, of cocktail, isn't it? Or you, Alan, might make one. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'm Alan, and I'm drinking my last Guinness. Not my, not my last Guinness. This is the last Wait. Guinness in the house. <laughs> last I'll, meal. Yeah, no, I'll have another one. ever kills him after <laughs> Depends if we make the martini or not. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, not right. I don't know what a mart- martini is. We've, I've been drinking them all weekend. No, I haven't seen you make them. <laughs> Hi, I'm Laura and I'm drinking some rosé. And I do also have a backup emergency squash. Ooh. Ooh, I like it. So what is the Infinite Escape Room? Well, it's an escape room, but stretching across all known themes, retail parks and dimensions. Every room in the Infinite Escape Room links into the next in one big, never-ending escape experience adventure. One of us will present part of the Infinite Escape Room while the others try and solve it. This week, it's sort of me and sort of a fella called Walter, but I'll get into that in a second. And if we don't escape within 90 minutes, then we'll lose and rubbish stuff will happen to us. And I'll get into that extreme time limit in a second as well. And if we break anything, we will lose our deposit, which this week... Allard, what's our deposit this week? Um, no pressure. Our health. Okay, so we'll, we'll lose our health. That's, oh, um, okay. that's bleak. <laughs> Thanks, we, Alice. Our youth is already rapidly escaping us, and I my hair's sign gone. It for this. <laughs> well, it's locked in now, Bailey. <clears throat> well. <laughs> so, last time on the Infinite Escape Room, you all escaped from a fungical bowling alley. Found yourselves walking across a grey, blank desert towards a distant cactus with a spaceman helmet on it. As your feet tread into the sand, Alad's feet in particular, Alad's left foot connects with something stuck in it, and he almost trips over, but doesn't, because he's really, really good at balancing. That's Alad's special skill, being good at balancing. (laughs) (laughs) Looking down, he can see that he's tripped over, there's to be a copy of a book. It's Escape Passages, Volume 1, by Walter J. Misker. Alad picks the book up, and opens it, and you find yourself falling within the pages. <gasps> and there's my terrible transition and a quick story about... So, hey, listeners, they're inside this book now, and it's a book that we got sent. So Walter Miska got in contact at the beginning of the year and said, hey, I'm Walter, and I've written a book of uh, escape rooms. It's called Escape Passages, Volume 1. Uh, would you like a copy? And we said, oh, yes, please, that'd be lovely. Uh, and he sent it to us, and then we've been saying we'd uh, record something on it uh, for absolutely ages. Um, and we've finally gotten around to it. Sorry, Walter. Um, 
And it's worth to say about this book. It's um, it's a collection of three um, escape rooms, and they run kind of in a very similar way to what you know what we do. It's an escape room of the mind and ears, um, with a little bit of eyes as well. But we'll get into that in a second. And there's three in this collection. It's a a lizard in the locker room, Viking invasion, and antidote. And today, folks, you're going to be doing a lizard in the locker room. And the reason you're doing that is because it's the one marked beginner. And I think he has massively overestimated our intelligence (laughs) looking at some of the other puzzles, which is also why we've got such a big cast of people today, because uh, this is our kind of like our hit squad of um, when we do real life escape rooms. These are our these are our pods. We're experts. What you mean to say is this the shotgun approach? (laughs) Throw everything at it. I'm desperately trying to think of a way to deny that, Alice. (laughs) (laughs) If we throw enough escapers at this, we will escape. That's the theory. So, uh, yeah, the book, basically, it's a um, it's a GM's guide uh, or sort of a, a puzzle poser's guide. Uh, it's really beautifully laid out with um, sort of quick references and things, descriptions and uh, and things that you can tear out, which is which is I, I cannot bring myself to tear these things out. So I'm going to be sending photographs via Discord out to our crew. Um, and yeah, it's just a really lovely thing. Uh, we'll be sent putting a link to it uh, in the in the show notes. And uh, yeah, I would really encourage you to, to check it out on Amazon. It's it's a genuinely lovely thing to have if you like doing this sort of thing with with family and friends. Saying that, of course, we've not done one yet. I've read this first puzzle, and uh, yeah, I'm going to pose it to these guys. So uh, just to clarify, by the way, this is not sponsored content. Uh, we're not being paid for this, but having spoken to Walter, he's very happy for us to do uh, this uh, one of one of his rooms. Um, so cheers, Walter. Thank you. Oh, thanks, Walter. Thanks, Walter. Thank you. There's a couple of elements in this that are a little bit visual, so I'm going to need to give a few people jobs. responsibility now ben hello your job should you choose to accept it and i hope you do otherwise the podcast won't work (laughs) is to describe with your wordy mouth visual things when they're sent through on the discord chat right yeah that'll make it much easier for the listeners to follow along at home cool allard your job is to once we've started keep track of the 90 minute timer oh dear lord that's fine and alan hello your job is to keep a tally of how many clues have been asked for. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good luck, Alan. <laughs> I, fi- I figured if you're sitting next to Bailey, it'll be the easiest way of keeping track of the clue request. She's <laughs> <laughs> about to ask for one. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Oh, and there's one more job that everybody has to do. So this is set in um, an American high school, and it's very Amer- there's lots of American high school references and things. Because of that, we're going to need to all assume... Well, you guys are all going to need to assume your jock names. Oh. So I need each of you to come up with a good jock name for yourself. What's a jock name? Like, a, is that like, that's like a... Um... Like Danny Zuko or something like... No, he <laughs> wasn't a jock, he was a T-bird. Um, oh. Chad or Brett or... Oh, okay. I'll be Chad. I'll be Brett. Because I like Bailey, Brett. Yeah, can I be Tommy? Alan? Chock. What is chalk. that? <laughs> yeah, is that? I don't know. Oh, yeah, is that... Here he is, he's chalk. <laughs> I don't know. Um, you scallywag. Um, what else? Uh, Such a cool name, Alan. No, no, ch- chalk works. Chalk right, works. Chalk. Like, yeah. chalk. Chalk. Whoa, it's chalk. chalk. He's here with Whoa. chalk beef. And his mate Chad. Chad and chalk. And, and They're jock. back. Jock and chalk. <laughs> and Jack and Chack. Chalk. Jack attack. Jack attack. Chuck a chalk. And Ben? So randomly scrolling through a list of frat uh, frat names, 50 plus douchebag nicknames for guys, I've randomly selected Rip. Oh, oh nice. Love it. Oh, he's like Excellent. the leader of the gang, isn't he? Oh, actually, can I can I be Biff 
instead of bread. <laughs> yes, you absolutely <laughs> nice. can. Yeah, Biff. Ultimate jock name. So we have Allard is Tommy, who sounds like a very tame jock. <laughs> the nice jock who like picks the nerds up after they've been beaten up. Alan, who's chock the jock. Ben, rip. Laura, Ben, rip. Sorry, Ben's not dead. Ben's called rip. <laughs> Laura is Chad and Emma is Biff. You're going to get biffed. <laughs> Are you ready, folks? Yes. Born ready. Mm, yeah. Then let's enter this lovely adventure from Walter Miska. <laughs> A lizard in the locker room. The annual homecoming game against your arch-rival, the Holdenwood Hornets, ended a little over an hour ago, when you realise that the mascot from your beloved Lincoln Lizards is missing. Its care over this holiday weekend was entrusted to you for the first time, and you cannot believe this is happening. OMG. Oh my god. Your team is already on the bus ride home, but you travelled in your own truck with the 8 foot long, 175 pound Komodo dragon that your team uses to intimidate the competition. (laughs) Kong was loaded into his cage and secured within the bed of your truck when the team left. Everything seems to be going in order, but now your mascot is gone. This is, by the way, this is very American. This is why I had to get you all having having things like, a truck? Who has a dragon in a truck? Americans. It's immediately clear to you that the Hornets must be sore losers, and they found a way to steal Kong from his cage and hide him in the school. Komodo dragons are huge, dangerous, and surprisingly speedy. You're not sure how they pulled this off, but it's the only explanation. Without knowing how you'll get this beast back into its cage, but well aware that you cannot return home without him, you head back into Holdenwood High School and head straight to the home team's locker room. The extreme quiet in the school induces a nervous excitement in your stomach and increases the rate of your already fast-beating heart. Hearts, because there's more than one of you. (laughs) It looks like every fact, I guess all of you were looking after him at once. Maybe you're all related in this, who knows? Maybe. It looks like everyone's showered and headed home for their holiday meals as quickly as they could. Thanksgiving, that's an American holiday. Yeah. 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 Quite quite a big one. Quite popular. Hmm. Hmm. I'm I'm, I'm actually distracting myself now, I (laughs) apologise. It looks like everyone's showered and headed home for their holiday meals as quickly as they could. You figure the custodians must still be in the building somewhere. After all, the school is still open. Immediately after having that thought, you realise you might be in trouble. The door to the locker room has closed behind you, and the main lights have gone out. And you hear the door lock click. The room is now dimly lit with nighttime security lighting. A red LED light on the alarm panel by the door flashes, indicating that the door alarm is now set. Even if you knew the code to open this door, opening it and heading into the hallway would set off an alarm and bring the police before you could get to the enormous lizard out of the door and loaded into the truck. And pay attention to this bit. It looks like your only option now is to look for the Komodo dragon, find another way out, and, if possible, exact some revenge. Mm. Dinner at your house will start in little over, uh, it says in the book, an hour, but I'm going to say 90 minutes. And your father, who's also head coach of the lizards, will know that you've messed up if you're not home on time. The punishment is sure to be harsh and embarrassing. Like me saying embarrassing. (laughs) Better get moving. And your time starts now. Alad, can you start the timer? Started. As your eyes start to adjust to the dim light, you can now see the locker room come into view. You're also becoming acutely aware of the lingering smell of sweaty teenagers in the air. Just one more reason to get out before anyone knows that you're here. 
In front of you is the end of a bank of 20 lockers located in the middle of the room, 10 on the left and 10 on the right, backed up to each other. More lockers are lined up behind you, along with the door that you just walked through. Floor to ceiling lockers also span the entire length of the wall to your right. On each side of the central locker bank are two long wooden benches that the players can use when changing. On the floor directly in front of you is a large painting of the school mascot. The wall to your left is made of solid cinder block painted in the school colours. There are four doors spaced at regular intervals along this wall. The far wall is constructed and painted in a similar manner. It has a door that leads out to the school fields and parking area, a large clock and a set of motivational posters. To the right of the posters is a clear enclosure bolted to the wall with a large hornet's nest and what appears to be a live hornet colony inside. Blimey. A lot. That's a lot of information to digest. Yeah, I think I... Um, I don't I suppose we could sort of just get it sort of like one more time. In fact, I'll tell you what, do you want me to send you a picture of the map? Oh, yeah. That, oh, that yeah. might be massively helpful. Yeah. Uh, we can see how different it is to the one I've drawn. To, and the one I've Because <laughs> mine and Alan's are very different. Yep. Mine's um, going to be very different as well. I, ha- yeah. I think I have too many doors. <laughs> I, no, I think you've got enough, but they're on the wrong... Oh, no, mine are on the... Four on the left, wasn't it? Yeah, on the ah, left. Yours are on the wrong mine's side. Mine's on the right. Your first image has just gone in. Oh, wow. Oh, that's helpful. Yeah, oh that's... wow. Okay, who got it closest? Uh, um, not me. Mm, oh, no, you yeah, got no, on the no. right side. On the right Is it? Where I, was, I did get the doors on the right side, actually. Yeah. Um, but I just didn't put anything behind them. I was um, I was kind of doing other things and thought you said a door on each on each wall. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I already like this diagram, though. Um, this is great. Um, what cool. should we do first then? Uh, should we have a look at some of these lockers? Should we, yeah, should we also oh, have a look like... in the lockers? Should we look at the central bank of lockers first? The, yeah. The 10? Yeah. Okay. So you look at the lockers sort of in general. There's a total of 55 green lockers in this room. 20 are in the locker bank in the middle of the room. Uh, there's five more lockers that are found along the wall with the door that you entered. And 30 more are along the wall to your right upon entering the room. The lockers are all numbered 1 through 55, and from what you can tell at this point, all of them are in use and locked. You see that the locks are all of different varieties, so some are number combinations, some letter combinations, some keypad locks, because goddamn hornets, guys, they're (laughs) the rich jock douchebags, grr. Um, It appears that each player must supply their own lock. There are no other markings on the outside of the lockers. Trying to open all of them is not reasonable. Okay. Okay. Um... Mike, you mentioned there was a photo of the school mascot on the wall in front of us. So just inside the entrance to the locker room, uh, as you've said, Alad, is a large depiction of the school mascot on the floor. The Holdenwood Hornet is painted in the school colours. The three primary body segments are green. There are two black stripes on the lowermost body part segment, two black antennae and a gold stinger. Two black antennae. Yeah, so there's two black stripes in the lowermost body, two black antennae, and a gold stinger. Oh, and the three primary body segments are green. So are we to take that the, the product that the school colours are green, black, and gold? Seems like a reasonable supposition. Yeah, that would make sense. Cool. Um, okay. What colour are the cinder blocks on the left-hand side of the wall? So the cinder blocks, uh, where they're not already covered by the floor-to-ceiling lockers, are painted in the same school colours, with the top half of the wall in gold, a black stripe running around the middle, and the lower half in green. 
It looks like the custodial staff is on top of things, as there's no significant marks or graffiti on the walls. Oh, very okay. good. Um, anything um, of interest around the benches? Uh, so you can see there's a total of four long benches uh, placed around the centre of the locker bank. They're used by the players when changing and preparing for athletic competitions. You can see that the benches are made of wood planks with steel legs that are bolted to the ground. There are scratchings and markings in the wood from years of use. Any, 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 I don't know, kind of anything quite clear scratched into the bench? Like a, a set of numbers or a clue? Oh, oh, well, well not, but no, all right, a wound. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Bloody owl. Like, no, not, just checking. Oh, I just, oh, I haven't even got in the room yet. <laughs> just checking, like, is, it, well, is there anything of note on the benches or is it just scribbles? Okay, so Bailey, uh, taking a closer look at the scratches, you can see that while most of the marks on the wooden planks are just random scratches, there's one marking that catches your eye. Someone has carved a heart design in one of the benches. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to send you a picture of what it looks like. And Ben, once you see it, if you could please describe it for our audience. Okay. Oh. oh. Okay, so uh, can I just ask quickly before I describe it, uh, which bench do we find this on? Oh, I just guessed. You find it on... it. It's not significant, but you find it on the middle bench. Okay. The one that smells like the most jockstrappy. Okay, so on the middle bench, we see scratched into the surface a uh, a heart shape with the letters SS and then a plus sign and then the the name Jenny. uh, J-A, sorry, J-A? J-E-N-N-Y. Okay. Oh, okay. Who's SS? Um, Is there any lockers that have the initials SS? Um, on them, I'm assuming it would have Jenny on them because I think we're in a it's a kind of a boys' team. It sounds like sorry, it sounds uh, like a there's there's team. no distinguishing marks on the outside of the lockers. Okay, so back at the benches, can we have a quick look under the benches? Do we see anything under any of them? Not more than the floor, I'm afraid, old chap. And I, I mean, like uh, under and under on the bottoms of the planks. Absolutely, have a good old ferret around, and naught you find. Okay. okay. How about um, these? Oh, sorry, Laura, go ahead. So you said there's some motivational posters. Are there anything so different about them? Or they just go win team posters? Also, Chad, sorry, I just called you Laura and I have no idea why I did that. <laughs> Who's Laura? Sorry, God. Chad. God, Chad. <laughs> only got one job. <laughs> All right, Biff, calm down. Wow. Get overexcited. <laughs> you want to fight about it? Oh, that's Biff. <laughs> I'll fight you. What's the timer looking like, Tommy? <laughs> Ten minutes gone. Taking a closer look at the posters, you see nine of the tacky, standard-issue motivational posters that have been a staple of school and office buildings since the late 1900s. There are three rows of posters on this wall, with three posters in each row, as shown in the following image. Oh, okay. Hope you're ready for some motivation. I need it, because I've got to go back to work tomorrow. (laughs) Aww. I hate Sundays. Okay, so uh, we can see the top left-hand poster is a wrestling image, um, and I presume it's got the word heart underneath it, does it, Mike? Uh, Yes. And it's got the word heart underneath it. The top middle poster has got weightlifting, sorry, is a weightlifting image, and it's got determination uh, written under it. Top right is a foot soldier, uh, and it's got marine underneath it. Going down to the middle row row on the left-hand side uh, is an image of football, and it's got determination written underneath it. Okay, two determinations. In the middle of the grid, we have a image of a bicycle race. 
It's got fast written with it. On the right-hand side, we have an image of a fighter jet, um, and it's got aim high written above it. Bottom row on the left-hand side is an image of uh, track and field. It's got run written with it. The middle bottom image uh, poster has uh, an image of a basketball game, and it's got goal written with it. And finally, on the bottom right is a naval destroyer with strength written with it. Hmm. So two determinations. Right, good well, to know that. And we've we've got a heart as well. We do have a heart. Yes. Oh, and we found the heart. SS plus Jenny. And that's wrestling. Could be. Maybe SS is a wrestler. Or they're wrestling or with Jenny's their emotions. Or Jenny's a wrestler, you know. Or maybe Jenny's a wrestler. Don't pigeonhole people. Sorry. So, sorry, Biff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, what's your name? Chalk. Chalk. Thanks for writing this down. Um, is the, um, the clock, is that like a working clock or is it set, set at a specific time on the, the far wall? I think that might be by the posters, I think. Um, I cannot see anything significant on the clock. I imagine it's just showing the amount of time you have left before you get home for dinner. And your dad, the lizard's coach, gives you a good old whaling. The lizard person. No, brilliant. Okay. Um, so we've got these four doors, haven't we? Can we have a look if there's any locks on them? Uh, which door would you like to look at first? Uh, Let's look at the... Number the, one? Um, the door closest to the one that we've just come... Uh, to the entrance of the changing room. Um, to our right. the, the door to our right as we've just come into the changing rooms. Or, or your left. Yeah, the left. <laughs> yeah, the left, Alan. <laughs> oh. It's, we've come Alan. in there. Oh. Uh, yeah, I, I think Chalk came in backwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chalk. That's our Chalk. Whoa. Chalk. It's his thing. Moonwalked into the room. <laughs> oh, what's this over here? Shamal. Just like. <laughs> That's just the kind of guy Chalk is. <laughs> you crazy kid cat. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Okay, so the first door on the left, or the right of your chalk, is painted in a solid gold colour and is labelled Meeting Room in large block white lettering. The door is locked with a three-digit numerical combination lock. (laughs) The three dials, each with numbers from zero through nine, are stacked similar to a luggage lock. There's also an image of the school mascot on this lock, which is identical to the large painting on the floor of the locker room. Oh, okay. Posted. So maybe that's where we could find the um, the code, maybe. Posted Ooh. on the door to this room are two notes. One titled Varsity Locker Assignments and the other titled Starting Lineup for the Homecoming Game. Depictions of which are heading towards you shortly. The door was gold, wasn't it, Mike? Yeah. We might be able to yeah, find two, a, two SSs a code. Sorry, Law, what'd you say? Oh, sorry. So we might be able to find out who SS is. Yes. Okay, what have we got here? We've got so, a slamming Sammy Sawyer. There we go, problem solved. There we go. Okay, so uh, the Varsity Locker assignments is uh, sort of a two-column uh, list. Uh, on the left-hand side, we've got some names, and on the right-hand side, we have locker numbers. Uh, we've also got uh, one of them has got a, an asterisk by them, and at the bottom, uh, there's an asterisk with captain written next to it. Also, just I, I don't know if there's a connection, but you know we said there was the heart and there's the heart um, kind of motivational poster. There's also there's nine posters and nine names. Uh-huh. Um, so I think and and a locker a locker assigned to each name. So um, I I'm not sure if the I think there's a connection there. Mm. Pretty nice. Ben, can you also please just do a description of the starting lineup for the homecoming game? Of course, I was about to get there. 
Uh, so the note says the results of today's skill test are in. There is start up. The starting lineup for tonight's game will be the five players that finish in the top five places in the test. The remaining four players will start on the bench. So we've got number one. The player in first place did not have a name beginning with C. Okay. Number two. Uh, timeout. Tim finished in the middle of the pack. Number three is Clutch Chris finished after code name Carl and Military Mike and before Slamming Sammy. Number four, Pass Me the Ball Paul finished three spots away from Timeout Tim, two between. Number five, Chunky Charlie finished before Clutch Christopher and after Timeout Tim. Number six, Workout Walt finished before Pass Me the Ball Paul. Number seven, Military Mike completed the test two places better than Chunky Charlie, one between. Number eight, Codename Carl finished third in the skills test. And finally, number nine, Clutch Christopher finished two spots before the Confused Clyde, who was the lowest score in the test, one between. And then there's a note at the bottom that said, can you determine what order everyone finished in? I I better have the right five players on the court at game time. I've worked out who won. Oh, yeah. Who's won? Mike. Military Mike. Hey. He was first. How? The first How? Does not, but there's, there's a couple I don't have Cs. Yes, slamming, True. slamming. However, if you look at timeout Tim, yeah. was midway. Yeah, so timeout Tim was... Bang in the middle. Okay. And then Chunky Charlie was ahead of him. Okay. Oh, no, he was. And the, but then Military Mike was two places better than Chunky Charlie. Uh, it depends whether before or after, after timeout Tim classes is better or worse. Oh, God. I'm confused. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure... That's all part of the game. Um, okay, so we've got there's nine, like you know, obviously it's, it's, it's working in nines. Um, I'm just wondering um, if we know Sa- S- Slamming Sammy, SS is the initials in the heart, and we know his locker is nine. Can we check locker nine to see if there's anything there? So uh, you go over to uh, locker nine. Uh, Slam in Sammy Sawyer is indeed assigned to locker number nine. Sammy appears to use a four-digit numerical combination lock to secure his belongings. You see nothing else out of the ordinary, although the smell coming from this locker has a foul aroma that speaks to something more than sweaty socks. Oh, okay. And you said four-digit key code, didn't you, Mike? Uh, Yes. Could we try um, the combination 3221? You can, and uh, nothing happens. Darn. Why three, two, two, one? Um, the colours for the mascot. Three green, two black stripes, two black antennas, and one gold stinger. Ah. Oh, I wonder if that's the the the, the three code. Three, two, two. The, the colours on the wall, what were they? They were um, gold, black, green. So is it one, two, three? For the for the three digit uh, the three digit code to well, get into the meeting room, the the door was gold. So I wonder whether that sort of takes that one out, and whether we have to whether it's three two two for the green blacks, oh, okay. right, and black uh, antennae. Oh, of course. Then. Okay, um, I'm happy to tr- try that. Three, try two, three two two yeah. on the meeting room, please. Uh, you try it. I'm afraid nothing happens. Hmm, okay. Can we try one two three just in case? Uh, you try one, two, three, and nothing happens. Okay. Um, 
I think I worked out which order the players go in. Ooh. Oh, go on. Right, so the player in the first position that does not have a name beginning with C is Workout Walt, because um, Workout Walt finishes before Pass Me Paul. And Pass Me Paul finishes three spots away from Time Out Tim, and if Time Out Tim is in the middle, three spots away is two. So Workout Walt is one, Paul is two. Ah. Codename uh, Clutch Chris finished after Codename Carl and Military Mike before slamming Sammy. I've got him as number seven. Who's that? Sorry, uh... Clutch Chris is number seven because he finishes. Oh no, perhaps above. Um, so we've got quite a few locks, haven't we? For, like we've got a three-digit lock, a four-one for the um, for what's his name, Slamming Sammy. I don't know where are we meant to be getting all these codes from. Um... Should we? Um, I'm guessing that. So we've got three other doors to look at, and also I think there was a hornet's nest to potentially look at as well. Yeah, should we, Shall we try and move on? Finish looking yeah. at everything. That's a mm-hmm. good, good shout. Uh, I guess can we look at the door uh, further down the wall from the meeting room, please? Okay, so you look at the door. Uh, it's the second on the left as you came in, and the second door on the left is labelled "Workout Room" in large white block lettering. The door is locked with a standard four-digit combination lock. There are no other interesting markings on this solid black door. Black door. Okay, so we've got a gold and a black door. Um, should we check the next door just to see what we're working with? Yep. Okay, so you check the next door down. The third door on the left wall is a solid green door with large white block lettering that simply says "In." Uh, this is a swinging door and is not locked. Indications Ooh. lead you to believe that this is probably a shower area. Okay, and just before maybe before we go in, can we just check the final door? So the uh, if you look a little bit further down, uh, the wall between the shower area and the toilet area has a very wide opening that effectively combines the two rooms into one operating unit. Uh, directly in front of you, as you walk through the opening, are two uh, mounted sinks, wall-mounted okay. sinks, with a large mirror mounted above them. To your right, you see a solid green door with large white block lettering that says out. To your left are the other plumbing fixtures that you'd expect to see in a men's toilet facility, really. It's the bogs. On the wall to your left are three urinals, on the opposite wall are two toilet stools. I suppose, right. considering it's an American book, these, this should be the restroom, shouldn't it? That, you make a very good point. I want to make sure that Walter's actually American now, not Canadian. I think he's American. Oh God, Mike, that's a <laughs> wow! <laughs> I, I've done it. I've done it once already. And I was, that's oh, a hornet's awesome. nest of problems. Yeah, literally. Hey, yeah. Hey. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that, that's like calling us. Well, calling me and Laura English, basically, isn't it? And Alid. Sorry. 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 The most Welsh of us all that could actually speak the language. Apologies. I just made my own little hornet's nest there. <laughs> Hello, editing Mike here. The back of the book informs me that Walter resides outside of Boston, Massachusetts, which means he's most likely an American. Um, right, should we have a look around the toilet area in the shower area? Yeah. Which, uh, which one first? Should we have a look around the shower area? Cool. Sure. Uh, do you want to go in? Yes. Okay. So uh, as you enter the shower area, you see that the wall to your left is lined with a half dozen shower heads in a large communal shower area. On the wall to your right is a large opening that leads into the toilet area. Just past the wall. <laughs> just past the wall opening is an area far enough from the shower heads that athletes use it for a drying area. In the corner of the drying area is a large grey bin. 
Other than those items, it's a really simple room, uh, with the floor and the walls covered in ceramic tiles that all drain to a point near the centre of the shower heads. Can we have a, look at the, a closer look at the shower heads? Sure. Everything about the shower heads operates as you would expect. Is there any markings on them? Nope, just great big twisty knobs, um, which turn the, the hot water on and off. Can we have a look at the bin, please? Yeah. Okay, uh, the large grey bin is labelled with white block lettering that says used towels. It can hold a large number of towels, but currently has about a dozen in it. Moving the towels around doesn't reveal anything hidden in the bin. Uh, the bin is on wheels to facilitate moving it when it's full of towels. Could okay. we quickly get all the towels out and put them, like, spread them out on the floor? Yeah, because there's six shower heads and 12 towels. Sure. So, I don't know, that seems like quite... You know, like uh, there's a number correlation. People are sharing. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. No secrets in this shower in this shower room. Uh, yeah, you, you can, I, I, there's no reason that you can't do that. Oh, we do it. At, at least nothing I've seen written in the book that says that you can't do that. <laughs> okay. Um, so having done that, do we find anything out? Nope. Okay, so oh, okay. The, the towels are blank, basically, and there's nothing else in the bin. Correct. Wonderful. Right. I guess as well, can we just move the bin out from the wall to check anything that might be below it or on the walls obscured, Bert? Uh, nothing there. All right, I'm satisfied. Anything in the toilet area other than some toilets? Uh, if you go through to the toilet area, you can see the stuff I'd previously described. So you go through the little outdoor, um, which you notice now is actually one way. So it seems you can only go in one way and out the other way. And once again, I'll repeat the description. Uh, the wall between the shower area and the toilet area has a very wide opening that effectively combines the two rooms into one operating unit. Directly in front of you, as you walk through the opening, are two wall-mounted sinks with a large mirror mounted above them. To your right, you see a solid green door with large white block lettering that says out. To your left are the other plumbing fixtures that you would expect to find in a men's toilet facility. On the walls to your left are three urinals. On the opposite wall are two toilet stools. Anything in the toilet stalls? Yeah. Other than the toilet? Uh, so there's two stalls. Which one would you like to look at first? The one closest to the wall. Okay, from the outside, there's nothing to note about the toilet stalls. Um, inside the first stall, everything appears to be in generally good order, especially considering that you're actually in a high school locker room. You mm -hmm. notice there's a few marks of graffiti on the walls, most of which have since been painted over. There's one fresh marking that reads, The Lizards Cheat, but that pretty much rolls off your back because they're sore losers. They're sore losers for sure. <laughs> for sure. Um, can we check the other one, the other stall? Sure thing. So from the outside, there's nothing to note about this toilet stall. Um, inside the second stall, things are a bit of a mess. There's the toilet paper rolls empty, the toilet seat is up, you know, all the normal horrors you'd expect to find in a boy's toilet stall. Hmm. The graffiti in this stall seems to be more intense than in the first one. In addition to a few vulgar comments that you choose never to repeat, there's one marking that seems to be a bit out of place, and I'll be sending a picture of it to you. Oh, now. okay. Da, 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 da. Oh. Oh. It's a picture of my balls. Oh. oh. A clue. A clue. <laughs> the code they is two. Like There's balls in a locker room. Hmm. They look like hairy sun balls. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's from the record the other day. <laughs> oh. So scribbled scribbled onto the uh on, onto the stall wall is the words Jenny, I've got your number. And it's got the numbers 867 with a plus sign and then 5309. In what way do you think he's saying that? Is that as in like, I've got your number, cheers. Or is that, oh, I've got uh, your bloody it number. It sounds like a threat. Jenny, I've, I've, I know you, I've got your number. 
Then you know, why would you write a girl's number on a locker room door or wall? Unless you're advertising services. Well, added together, because it's a plus sign, I don't know if that makes Very a difference. Good. It's yeah. 6176. I was just doing the same thing. Cool. There we go. Great um, minds. Great There's minds. a four-digit code. I was just also to note that we'd have uh, a, a three-digit code and four-digit code potentially there. Yeah, so I think there's a couple of options to try, yeah. isn't there? Um, cool. Okay, is there anything by the urinals? Taking a close look at urinals, there are three urinals on the wall opposite the toilet stalls. Uh, these are functional and appear to have been recently cleaned. Their coaches must know that players don't go out of their way to read the messages on the meeting room door, but they have their nearly undivided attention with postings in this location. Ooh. Located above each urinal is a different posting, while the first urinal is an exact duplicate of the varsity locker assignment list from the meeting room door. Above the second urinal is an exact duplicate of the starting lineup posting. And above the third urinal is a clipper, is a clipping from yesterday's local paper, the Holdenwood Herald. The article is a detailed write-up about their team captain, Walt Whittingham, entitled Sitting in the Captain's Seat. What a joke. Uh, there's just no way that you're going to spend any more time reading the article about that loser. Okay. Is there a picture for that or... Uh, I'm afraid Is that it? Okay, cool. Um, And is there anything by the mirror and sinks? Similar to the showers, everything with the sinks seems to be functioning as well as would be expected. Uh, The hot and cold faucet, America, uh, both work. America. Uh, The mirror is quite large, spanning the width of both sinks. It appears that someone may have used a towel to wipe away steam, but otherwise, you only see your beautiful faces looking back at you. Ding! I was going to say, I wonder if we ought to like try and run the hot taps for it and try and steam the mirror up to see if there's a message <gasps> on it. Oh, good idea. yes. That's a Can good we idea. do that, please, Michael? Sure thing. You, you spin both faucets uh, around at the sinks and a hot stream of warm, hotty, steamy water comes out and quickly fogs up the room. And, and, and somebody specs and Allard specs and, and Ben specs. Ben, do you wear glasses all the time? Uh, most of the time, yeah. Um, and, and all 40 pairs of Bailey's specs. Um, oh, sorry, not Bailey. Uh, Biff's specs. Biff. Yeah, come on, God. You almost got your own name wrong there for a second. Um, I nearly did. Sorry, and here's the actual bit of text. Uh, the steam from the showers is quite intense. I'm going to put steam from the sinks. The steam from the sinks is quite intense. It pours through the large opening and is directed right in the mirror. As the steam starts to accumulate on the mirror, you can now see the ghost of an image here. It looks like the athletes were playing a game of tic-tac-toe in the condensed steam on the mirror. And now for our English listeners, tic-tac-toe is noughts and crosses. And Welsh and Scottish and Irish. What's Welsh What's Welsh for noughts and crosses, Alad? Noughts and crosses, or? <laughs> there we go. I don't know if you made that <laughs> up or not. Brilliant. You're putting me on the spot a lot this evening. I love it. And there is an image of that Ooh. game going into the channel now. Okay, so we have, again, our grid of, of nine. Top left, we have a blank space. Top middle, we have a naught. I don't know if... I'm guessing that these are tic-tacs or toes in America. Yeah, I think... Which one's which? Ta- tic-tac... I don't know. But in British... Ticks and tacks, aren't they? In we Britain. have a naught in the, in, the, in the top centre. We have a cross in the top right. Um, on the middle row, we've got blank, cross blank and then on the bottom row we have cross blank naught so we do have a winning uh going diagonally uh bottom left to top right of crosses i just want to uh give you guys a quick something as well having flipped through i've actually found something that you guys asked for earlier and i wasn't able to find it's the clock 
Oh, oh. I can't remember if this is significant or not. Hung high on the wall is a large digital clock. This was on oh, the uh, the far wall, um, the exit. Uh, the clock reads 2.30pm, uh, which strikes you as a bit odd, as it's not the correct time. In fact, the time on this clock hasn't changed since you entered the room. Come to think of it, this is the time that school lets out each day. It's probably just some kids that thought it'd be funny to have it perpetually set at 2.30. I can't remember if that's significant. It's the dentist time. Oh, for God's <laughs> sakes. It is. Mm. And what? speaking of time, we now have 50 minutes remaining. Oh, bloody hell, we've been through that a bit. Okay. Yeah. Um, is it, is it, sorry, is it, so is it a 24-hour clock, uh, Mike? Is it, uh, is it 14, On the base it says 2.30. Or... It says uh, 0, 2.30. Okay. Thank you. Um, okay. So potentially 0, 2, 3, 0 as a, as a code as well. Well, not 0, 2, 30, uh, 2, Colon 30. Oh, yeah. right, okay. Okay, so we've got some numbers uh, from the the Jenny message. Shall we try those? I'm wondering whether, because Jenny and SS, maybe that might, maybe try the locker first? Because, uh, what's his name? SS was going out with... Jenny. Jenny, and theoretically those numbers could be locker numbers rather than a telephone number, i.e. I've got your locker number. Oh, it could be, but we've got locker numbers connected to the names, haven't we? We only had 52 lockers, didn't we? That Yeah. We identified that Sam, uh, Syria, Sammy, Sammy was number nine, wasn't he? And he had a three-digit combination. No, four-digit combination. Yeah, I'm just wondering if that... If, if, Which means... If, what, if either the either 5309 or when you add the numbers together 6176 might work shall we try 5309 on his locker and see yeah. what happens okay whose locker is that uh sammy number, locker number nine feeling fine number nine what's behind locker number nine please okay you try 5309 and nothing happens mm, can okay. we try 6176 after entering 6176 into the lock it slides apart Ah. Well done. And the door to Sammy's locker is open. The locker has few contents, but what's in there sure has your attention. Oh. Alongside his recently worn game uniform are two rapidly thawing, previously frozen whole chickens from the local market. Oh. You can think of only one reason Sammy would have frozen chickens in his locker. Komodo dragon food. Ah. Ah. And was that it? That's it. That's all three. If there's anything more, it's not written in this book and therefore completely invisible to me. So we're meant to set revenge as well. So maybe those chickens might help with revenge if we remember they're there. Ah, uh, stuff them. Stuff them. <laughs> <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Okay. Did Mike. we say we had the locker um, assignments? <laughs> Um, thing. Yeah, that's on. It's the varsity locker assignment. Have we already got the? Have we already got that? I can't remember. Yeah, not yes. that one. No, I mean, like, have we got the? Um, uh, sorry, what do you mean? Not not the um the locks themselves. The skill points. Uh, the starting lineup. Yeah, I think I've no, we haven't. Out. We haven't done yeah. that yet. I think Alan's Laura. Sorry, oh, it sounds like Laura uh, as well. I think. Oh. Or Chad. Chad. Or Chad. Sorry, <laughs> who's Laura? Why did you say Laura? I don't know. <laughs> I'm Laura at the weekends. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think I've worked it out. Mm -hmm. So in position one, I have um, the captain, which is Workout Walt, because mm -hmm. the first one, he doesn't begin with C, according to point one. Um, Workout Walt finishes before Pass Me the Ball, Paul. 
Yeah. And I've worked out that passing the ball pole is in second place because he's three ahead of timeout Tim and timeout Tim finishes in the middle, which is at 0.5 because there's four people before him and there's four people after him. Cool. So one is workout world, two is passing the ball pole, five is timeout Tim. Yeah. I've got a three as codename Carl. Yeah. Because Talks he finishes, th- if you look at number eight, he finishes third in the skills test. Mm-hmm. Four is military Mike. Yeah. Because he finishes um, two places ahead of Chunky Charlie. And Chunky Charlie finishes before Clutch Christopher but after timeout Tim. So Chunky Charlie goes after timeout Tim. So military Mike is four. Clutch, Tr- Clutch Christopher is then number seven because he comes after uh, chunky charlie he is two ahead of clutch christopher so so i've confused clyde who is in the last place and that means slam and sammy comes in number eight yeah chalk was working oh, out and got the same but i am so glad you were able to explain it because i wrote all this down and i <laughs> i can't explain it it's the right order but i can't explain well, it we hope <laughs> i wouldn't be able to remember so describe that so we've got what what can we and do with the, that the, then yeah, oh, the the five starting five Oh, yeah, oh, the first five. And I'm just looking at the posters as well, because if you look at their nicknames, do they match any of the nine posters? Ah, oh. good shouts. Well, the heart could be Sammy, because he was in the heart. Um, yep. Military Mike could be the, the foot soldier. Or would he be the yeah. Marine? Yeah, that's, that's Marine, isn't it? Or the naval, so yes, of course, it could be a couple there, couldn't it? It could be probably potentially three, actually. Well, who was the top five then? Workout Waltz. Uh, Paul, 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 yeah, I'd say track and field probably is the most apt, isn't it? Mm, confused. So I think, oh, I don't Did, know. Yeah. I got a bit ahead of myself for that one, thinking, oh, they'll match up. Yeah, one of well, them does. I, did, I don't <laughs> think, I think that you're onto something then, uh, Chad, because, um, oh, it's so weird using these names. Um, yeah, just because it's all nines, isn't it? It's nine. Yeah, nine Nine posters, and... nine teammates. I just wonder what the five is, if that's got any relevance. And, the, and of course, I think if, if it's the, basketball, um, it's or you've... numbers as well, haven't we? I it's, interesting think... that, it's interesting that the uh, the lineup as well at the end, uh, it says, can you determine what order everyone finished in? I've, I better have the right five players on the court at game time. So I don't know if it's the first five players yeah, cause it's that the first, are particularly the first... important. Yeah, because the, the other four sit on the bench. But if it's yes. a basketball game, I think you can only have five players on the court at any one time. Right, the okay. starting lineup for tonight's game will be the five players that finished in the top five places in the test. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Oh, but I wonder, are we focusing on? So, what about the ones on the bench? Because we've we've got. Oh, sorry, this is just a bit conflict. We've got benches in the locker room. So, are we th- should we be focusing on those four? Maybe I don't know. Hold on. So the the five that um that you picked up, those five were Walt Whittingham. Yep. Which is yeah. What was the next one? Paul. Paul. Paul Perry. Paul, which is, yeah. And the next one? Uh, codename Carl Clinton. Codename Carl Clinton, yeah. Military Mike Marine. Oh, his surname is Marine. Yeah. And then it is Timeout Tim Trainer. Oh, perhaps the, 
So that gives us five lockers to look at. Yeah. So it said yeah, at the beginning that looking at all the lockers thing. was not realistic. Yes. But we now have five locker numbers to inspect. Cool. Okay. So that's quickly, a really good point. Chad, did you say that uh, Confused Clyde was number nine? Yes. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you. So should we... Okay, with that, so should should we, we look at locker 32? Which is yeah. Workout Waltz. Um, you try, you find Workout Waltz uh, locker and find it so unbelievably disinteresting that you choose not to even rattle the handle. It's just mm. so utterly uninteresting to you. Okay. Perfect. Can we try locker number 42, please? Yes. You try locker number 42, which is Pass Me the Ball Pauls. Um, and weirdly, similarly, find it utterly uninteresting to you. It's like a void of interest. 55. <laughs> oh, no. You try... 55, and similarly find it completely devoid of all interest to you. 51. Yeah. <laughs> Keep going there, yeah. Okay, you try locker 51, and you find that locker painted in camo, but completely, because it's military mic in it, but <laughs> utterly uninteresting to you. Can we canvas uh, 12, 33, 2, 9, and 39? Actually, not 9, we've done that already. And just double check them, please. Okay. Um, you take a look at <laughs> locker number 2. Took twelve. The Christopher, clutchy Christopher. Oh, it's boring. You take a look at what was the next one? Twelve. Take a look at number twelve, which is timeout. Tim trainers, um, and you're timed out on your interest for it because it is dull as shit. Thirty-three. <laughs> you take a look at Chunky Charlie Childers, who's got a huge fat locker because he's a fat bastard, uh, but it's also dull. And thirty-nine. Well, <laughs> taking a look at. Number number 39, which is Confused Clyde's, you brute force bastards. <laughs> you can see it belongs to Confused Clyde. The unit is locked with a traditional dial-based combination lock. Oh. From what you remember, most school-issued dial locks have numbers from 0 to 39, but this dial goes from 0 to 99. Hopefully it still works with three numbers like the ones that you're familiar with. There are no other markings on the exterior of the locker. And shall we take our halfway time break here? Because we must be about half time, Alan. I need to drink. We are yes. 40 minutes remaining. So, yeah, good guess. Paused. Awesome. Are you ready to restart? I think so, yes. yes. And your timer restarts now. So we left. Well, so we've got this um, this locker on the door, the uh, the, the dial. Um, yeah, for and which we, door? Um, it was for locker number thirty nine, I think. And we also have um, the lineup um, of the first five players, and yeah. we have their locker numbers. Right. So the could I try putting some numbers into this dial? Okay, so this is the locker thirty nine, which is for Clyde. uh, confused Clyde's locker. Yeah, sure thing. And, it, it might it might be so can I can I do 32 42 55 51 12 you can do that nothing happens oh I was really oh, uh, all right just 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 to remind you that um three digits uh, hopefully it still works with three numbers like the ones that you're familiar with ah right yeah. okay uh, there's not to 99 but three numbers well, but I guess it didn't pop open, open after three uh, it, it did not no that cruel I just locked it, it again <laughs> If it's also, working on three numbers, can we work, try 867 just out of curiosity? Sure, you try that, nothing happens. Mm. Um, so the other thing was, you didn't ask Alan, sorry, you didn't ask Chuck um, what way he was turning it, clockwise or anticlockwise. Um, oh. Is that going to be important? Not at all. Lovely. Um, 
Could we go and have a look at the hornet's nest, please? Sure thing. In the corner of the room is a clear enclosure that contains a large hornet's nest and a live colony of flying, stinging, aggressive-looking insects. And you thought your mascot was difficult to manage. Oh, mm. that's so <laughs> lizard high. What's the name of your school again? Where is Looking a bit closer, you can see that the enclosure is a two foot by two foot by two foot cube. Uh, it's made of thick plexiglass and is mounted directly to an exterior wall in the building. The hornets have an opening which allows them to leave the enclosure on the exterior side of the building and then return to the nest as they desire. The front panel of the enclosure is a hinged door that is clo closed tightly with a locked small padlock. While you're not sure uh, you want to find the key to this lock, releasing the hornet on the way out might be a good way to enact some revenge on this team. Ah. Ooh, yes, I like that'll it. be a decision for you to make if and or when the opportunity arises. If we get out of here. So, and that requires just like an actual key to open. Uh, it appears to be so, yes. A small okay. key, I would say. Okay. So we've got two rooms that we've not yet looked in. Uh, the meeting room and the workout room both need codes to get in. Yeah. yeah. Um, Can we have... Um, do, is there any clues that we could have at this point? Is that a... Can I have a clue? Okay. Okay. Uh, so you see a clue projected onto the um, ceiling in red laser from God knows where. Um, and it says something to the effect of, uh, you should probably look to open the meeting room door first. Okay. Which is a three-digit so, code, isn't it? It is. And, and we that... tried... Th the, um, the, mas the eight... mascot on it, isn't it? Yeah. We tried the 869, did we? You mean the 867? 867. Where's that come from? Uh, it was the um, Jenny's number. Okay. Um, Potentially. Yeah, try it. Uh, you try it and nothing happens. Okay. It, it had a picture of the mascot on, didn't it? So I'm, I'm, just, uh, it's, I'm just wondering if there's any kind of link there. Three double two. Can we try three double two, please? You try that, nothing happens. <laughs> Can we try it again, please? <laughs> try it again, nothing happens. <laughs> Keep trying it. Steam starts to come out the side Brick, of the lock. Alad wears his fingers down. <laughs> Can we try it three? Attack. It's Tommy, fine. Tommy, not Alad. Oh, Tommy. I don't know this Alad. <laughs> what is that? Is that? Sorry, what Tom that? Jones. What is that? Tom Jones there. He's here to give us a clue. It's not unusual. Yeah. Can we try three, four, one? Uh, you try three, four, one, and nothing happens in that order. Oh. Thinking about, three green, oh, two black, wait, one gold. Oh, in, in that, that order. order. One, four, three. You try one, four, three. Oh, and, <laughs> and, and, and entering the oh. code one four three into the lock works. Then the door to the meeting room opens. So, and how did you determine that code one four three? One gold stinger. Gold, yeah. Four, four things are black. So there's four, yes. two black stripes, two yeah. black antenna, and three green parts of the body. Yes, that's, and it was that's the stripes down the right. wall. Well done. Uh, Chad. That's Why a drop name. Chad? Well done, generic drop name. Stop looking at my notes. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm relying on you, Chalk. You let me down big time. Cool. So we're in the meeting room, wasn't there? Sorry, sorry. Okay, so you take a look at the meeting room. It's a very plain space. Uh, it appears that this room is used as little more than a place for the coach to sit players down and go over the game plan for upcoming events. In the room are approximately... 20 traditional classroom-style chairs, sort of the chair-desk combination unit things. There's also a whiteboard at the front of the room, but no desk or chair for the coach. Is there anything on the whiteboard? Looking at the whiteboard, 
whiteboard, you see only a few smudges from the writings that were previously erased. Most likely the remnants of the strategy session for the game that took place earlier tonight. There are no markers or erasers anywhere in sight. The coaches know better than to leave these where the players can write whatever they like on the board. <laughs> pieces of shit. Cappies, if, or pieces of shit. Yeah. If I look more carefully at, at the smudges, can I make out anything? Absolutely. Uh, you give yourself mild eye strain. Okay. <laughs> Brilliant. And, okay. Uh, I'm going to sit down for a bit, guys, on these chairs. Chocolate needs glasses. It's only yeah. mild. Don't worry. It's only mild. Do I find anything while sitting on the chairs to um, recover my eyesight? Um, <laughs> uh, your knees. They were <laughs> your legs all along, halfway down, like you expected. Is, can we have a quick look yeah. underneath all the chairs? Yes. Uh, so looking underneath the chairs, you see... Nothing. Anything on the desks? Well, the desks, uh, they're scattered around the room, uh, almost as if somebody wanted to destroy any sense of order. There are no storage areas in the desks and nothing on them save for small signs, reserving small nine sign. of the chairs for each of the nine varsity players. Mm-hmm. Uh, the names are the same as those on the locker postings, the locker assignment postings. So, sorry, on the on the tables, there are nine symbols for the players oh <gasps> the motivational posters have got images on yeah. yes yeah, there's small, yeah small size, uh, signs as in i think probably just uh, a small maybe bit of card with their name written on it as opposed to a sign oh like a, like oh, a relic or symbol for rune oh, God, uh, okay no arcane any... runes were harmed in the making of this desk <laughs> is there anything underneath the desks you looked under uh, the... Do we look under the desks? We haven't we yet. Into... Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, have you a... don't see anything under the desks. Okay. So there's nothing on the walls in this room, other than the whiteboard. Um, is there anything behind the whiteboard? Is there oh, a light switch? So give me two seconds. Because it could be like no, an independent whiteboard. Are there, no. Okay. Are there any... <laughs> sorry. I said previously there wasn't anything under the desks. Are there any particular desks that you want to take a look oh, at? the varsity players' desks. Who's? Uh, oh, bloody hell. Um, let's all right, let's say, go through all of them. Walt well, Whittingham. No, I don't, Walt. I, I, yeah, yeah Walt. The, the first one, yes. Captain okay. Walt. Okay, so looking, okay, so, okay, so looking under um, Captain Walt's seat, you don't see anything. Okay, fine. Paul. Oh, well, I don't want to go through all nine. <laughs> well, we've got two. If what you look under Paul's seat, uh, as expected, you find several pieces of chewed and hardened gum stuck underneath Paul's seat. There are many small pieces of gum and a wad so large that you can't imagine this fitting in one person's mouth. Are we now able to chip it off? Massive wad. Can we remove? Do we yeah. want to remove? If, the wad? if I've I played adventure know. games, I want. I want. If I find, I find gum. I, I want, want the gum. I want that wad in my mouth. Okay. Yes. Right now. Well, try as you might, and disgusted as you are, you are unsuccessful in removing the gum. It must have been here for quite a long time. But what could be hiding under that extra large wad of gum? Mm. Oh. Do we have anything to any solvent? Any okay. anything to dissolve that gum? Oh, right. Well, let's have see if there's anything. Maybe we can rub the chicken right. on the gum. All right, chalk. Okay. Mm. Um, can we check Carl's one? Carl's desk seat. Uh, nothing there. Can we look uh, at the Sammy's? Uh, Nout. In fact, I'm going to hasten you now and yep. say that um, they're all just quite cherry. Uh, the only ones Lovely. potentially of any interest Is would Paul. be Paul's and Walt's. And Walt's. You said Walt had nothing there. Yeah. You asked if there was anything under his desk. Yeah. Ah. yeah and is there anything yeah. on his desk? On, in, around it. Well, what would you like to do with regards to Paul's desk? 
uh, I'd please like to highlight the fact that there's 30 well, minutes sorry. remaining and we should start panicking. Oh my God, it's only 30 minutes. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Tommy, don't worry. What's on Walt's desk? Like, or in his chair? I don't know. But what's what, on? Can, can what, I sit on his chair? What's interesting about Walt? Alan sits, or sorry, Alan, Chalk. or I should Chalk. say, Chalk. Brett, ch- Chalk <laughs> Stuffer Nut. Um, <laughs> after sitting in the captain's chair and taking How another look around, he sees something that he hadn't noticed before. From this angle, you can now see the shadow of a previously erased writing on the otherwise blank whiteboard. You can just make out the statements, Sammy, don't kill the lizard, and Paul, stop sticking gum under your desk. The janitor is pissed. <laughs> Alan, of course, sitting on that, having previously noticed the cunning clue in the toilet block, which was the newspaper article over the urinal titled Sitting in the Captain's Seat. Ah. Uh... Uh... Very oh bloody hell yeah it's because we had that break. Um, <laughs> okay, so what can we use to get the wad of gum off Paul's? Is there any cleaning fluid or a chisel? Does the janitor? Did, did we have we found any? Oh, what's the other room? No, the workout room is the other room. Oh right, okay. Um, is there anything in the room that can help us, Collins? <laughs> uh, the little red laser clue deliverer uh, zaps up on the wall. Um, with a no, <laughs> not, oh, not at the moment. No, we're not tallying that one. I've, I've got one job to do. Yeah, um, that, that, no, that, that, doesn't get, count. Alan, that that's that gets tallied. <laughs> should we try? Biff and, is not uh, unlock, Should we try and unlock the workout room? I, I'm half wondering whether yes, the that's um, yeah, right, the other four keep... numbers might get us in, possibly. Yeah, what was? Right. What do we need to get Let's, into the yeah, uh, into that room? room. A four four digit uh, number. We've got like the tic tac toe as well. Remember, so tic tac toe. Because oh ah, could I try? Does, sorry, does, is the tic tac toe kind of the um something to do with the posters? Maybe because it's possibly. nine again. Oh, isn't it? Ah, but, good idea. Yeah, nine photos. Yes, X. Were those and the three X's, X's up diagonally. So, but let's ha- sorry, I don't, I'm confusing things now. Let's focus on the four digit. Sorry. Could we try uh, 5309 into the uh, workout room lock, please? You can. I'm afraid nothing happens. What was the other number? Because I'm not good at adding. Well, we used that on uh, Sammy's locker. locker. Oh, we did, not it doesn't we? mean it's yeah. not valid twice. 6176, can we try that? Wait, well, nothing I happens. Yeah. Could I try um, okay. 3255? Nothing happens. You've eliminated, I think, five of a potential 9,999 combinations. Brilliant. <laughs> One, two, three, four. <laughs> Where did that number come from, um, Chad? Uh, so that was um, work. I, I, it's a workout room. So I was looking at the varsity players that have workouty kind of names. We've got Workout Waltz, whose uh, number is 32. And the other one, Military Mike, who might do a bit of working out, uh, which is uh, 55. No, 51, sorry. Can I try 3251? Uh, you try that and nothing happens. Oh, okay. It was 32 and 51. Really glad I gave you guys 90 minutes for this. Yeah. Uh, we so are we, an I think we might need longer. <laughs> I don't think we're leaving. The Komodo dragon's going to eat and the hornets are going to eat us. Feel um, free to ask for a clue. Clue. <laughs> <laughs> well, that Baby's banded clue. <laughs> no consultation. Just give me a flipping sorry, clue. Well, we, we've got less than three minutes, guys. Sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, so, in order to open the workout room, you'll need to solve the starting lineup puzzle. We did. Um, but did we? Well, we haven't done anything with it, have we? No. Yeah, we haven't done anything with it. That's, that's the. Oh, no, we tried the lock. Oh, can we add all the numbers? What do we get if we add all the numbers together? Yeah, I, uh, it's probably I not going to be a four-digit number, though. Is can it? you open your phone? 
I'll try it now. Hold on. Because you need a three-digit number as well. What for? The Clyde's locker. Oh yes. And we've got number would be one nine two. You've got the tic tac. Can we try zero one nine two? Um, one nine. Oh, one nine two could be for Clyde's, but we'll we need a four-digit number. So add them all together. It feels overly complicated. Something like this. Can we try one nine two, Mike? Sure. Nothing happens. But the workout room needs four digits. Yeah. Not three. Zero one nine two. Nothing happens. <laughs> well, what's all of them added together, Al? Not a four-digit number. Okay, do, never mind. Do, do, can we try? Um, can we try Clyde's locker with one nine two? Wait, hold on a minute. Where, hold on a minute. Where did one nine two come from? Is that the? Uh, that's, that's the five. The, no, the Wait, five. We're missing that's not all of simpler. them. Number f- the, the just the starting five. Okay. I just thought there might be a clue in Clyde's locker. Um, what did you say, Bailey? There is. Hold on, though. But I think, what if? Yeah. Can we try 6185? Uh, nothing happens. Mm. This is the workout work room door. Nothing happens. Where you've got SS plus Jenny. Yeah, that was just Sammy, though, wasn't it? And then getting Sam- yeah. Jenny's number for Sammy's locker. Yes, but Sammy's locker number. Well, 6976. Yeah, but can we just try Clyde's locker? Because we've got... A couple of three-digit numbers that we can we've got floating about at the moment. So could we try that, Collins? One nine two on Clyde's locker. And Absolutely, got... nothing happens. Two but this seven does five. Two. What? But isn't it this three digits? Nice... It is, but it's it's uh, no. It, but we don't know. We hope it is. But it's three two-digit numbers. Three two. Yeah. Oh, all right. Um, never mind. Is there any way we can figure out which locker is Jenny's? No, it's a Jenny's not in there. It's to do with Jenny. True. <laughs> so the clue might give us is we need to use the homecoming lineup for what's it? The wait. Run fast, Marine. Would you like another clue? Yes, please. Focus on the starting lineup. So the first five okay. the starting lineup, aren't they? Focus on the first word from the starting lineup. The. Ah, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my work here is done. We've got work. Okay, so we've got workouts. Pass, I guess. Code name. Oh, code. Code. Military. Time. Time. Military time. What's the military time of two thirty? Fourteen thirty. Work. Pass. Code. Military time. What? What? Oh, oh, two three. Oh, two three. Oh, would that be for the clock? Or one, or rather, either oh two three oh or one four three oh. That's the mili- no, they, that's military time, time or twenty four yeah. hour. So uh, where's our four digit codes going? One four. That that's for the workout room. Can we try that? One four three zero. Workout. You type codes, in one four yeah. three. You exactly. Yes. 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 Sorry. Using yes. the first using the first words of the thing, you work out workout pass code military time. The first words from each of the starting lineups yeah. is the passcode for the workout room in yeah. military time. Ooh. It's fourteen thirty. Uh, and the door is wow. now open. Yay! Ooh. Oh, that's clever. Excellent. I like that. Cool. So, what have we got? Okay, as you enter the workout room, you're in a small area that's been des- designated for using free weights. There are dumbbells of varying colours and weights available in this area. There's also a heavy bag hanging from the ceiling. The back half of the room is equipped with three treadmills and three rowing machines. There's also a back door on the far end of the wall to your left. The door has a small label on it that says closet. Closet, okay. Ooh, who's in the closet? Now I'm um, in the closet too. <laughs> um, right, uh, can we just check the bag 
hanging down. Okay. Uh, the heavy bag is suspended by a rope that is hanging over a pulley mounted to the ceiling. On the other end of the rope are dumbbells that hold the bag aloft. After a quick examination of the dumbbells, you notice that there are six of each colour, gold, black and green, attached to the rope. There's a piece of tape stuck to the heavy bag. It looks like it's taken some big punishment, but you can still make out a word on the tape. Clyde. That bastard. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, Do we know what the weights of the dumbbells are? Oh, that's very good, Laura. Uh, Chad. Because <laughs> you said there's six, there's, there's six of each colour. Do you know what the weights of each colour are? Can we mm. examine them? Mm. Uh, so you can see uh, you've got the dumbbells in the room. There's also the free weights in the room, um, which are the same. Uh, in the front of the room are stacked rows of dumbbells. Uh, they're neatly laid out with the green weights on the bottom, the black weights in the middle, and the gold weights on the top. You can take the time to count them all, but quickly decide there's too many on this wall and you don't see it help you. Anyway, looking closer, you can see that the green weights are all marked with the number 15 and the gold weights are marked with the number 10. The black weights do not have any markings on them at all. So that'd be oh, five? Ten, five, yeah. Okay. Five, 10, 15, or... Or might, they might be like 12, like in the middle of 10 and 15. Or 20. I'm just thinking 20 yeah. is a mm. two-digit number. Because if we're looking for three two-digit numbers for Clyde's locker... Just seems odd that you would have, like... That you wouldn't order them nicely. Mm. And this is an escape room, oh, so, you yeah. know, anything goes. Okay, but, it's in uh, the middle. I get it. 12, maybe. So 10, mm. 12, 15. Okay. Uh, could we could we lift uh, a green one up and a black one up and see which one is heavier? <laughs> I guess you can. I suppose you'd find that the... Green weights are heavier than the black weights. And a gold and a black one, please? Uh, You find that the gold weights are lighter than the black weights. So somewhere between 10 and 15. Cool. Well, hold on now, because obviously the weights correspond to the Hornet colours, don't they? They do. Yeah, so gold, black, Do we not just need to put three green, four black and one gold on? What? Oh, on what? I like it, but on what? On to what, yeah. Because I was, the, I, I was mm-hmm. going to just the two, did the three two-digit numbers could be put for Clyde's locker, yeah. Fifteen. Oh yeah. Is there an actual? I'm not very good with gym analogy. Um, it's like a bell to put the dumb weights onto. Like uh, there is thing? not. No. No. Can we? Can we try Clyde's locker with ten, twelve, and fifteen, please? You step out of the workout room and try Clyde's locker with those numbers, and nothing happens. Can we try right. sixty, seventy-two, and ninety. In Clyde's locker. Ooh, yes. Because that's six times the number and there were six of each one on the, mm. yes. the bag. Yes, I, I like. Okay, yeah, yeah. Can we try that, please, Collins? After entering 60, 72 and 90, bloody hell, Laura. Bloody <laughs> hell, indeed. In the same manner that you would open a standard dial-based lock, well, the shackle yeah. releases and the door is open. Inside Clyde's locker, you find a clean uniform. Looks like he didn't get into the game tonight. You also see a tube of pain-relieving ointment called menthol cream. <gasps> we can melt the... And a small key on thumb. a hook inside the locker. Sorry. Small key, did you say? Sorry. Small key. Yeah. So that's for the hornets. Um, uh, can we can we me- use the cream to melt the gum under Paul's mm. desk chair thing? Okay, that was in the meeting room, wasn't it? it was. Yes. Oh, well done, Laura. That was that brilliant. Was excellent. That was awesome. Well done, Chad. 
Okay, so you trot out of the locker room and into the meeting room, and you uh, you use the menthol cream, which you've correctly, brilliantly guessed is a, a wonderful solvent, um, <laughs> and it seems a bit of a long shot, but it works. Uh, it Yay! turns out that the methyl salicylicate chemical salicylicate? stuff... Word. <laughs> oh, Science. <laughs> Fuck me, Law. What was that again? Salicylicate. Jesus. Yep, she's right. Uh, in the sports <laughs> cream starts to dissolve the gum base. No, enough that you sad. can now dislodge it from the chair. You're a bit grossed out by the whole process, but when a key falls out under a large wad of gum, you decide it was worth it. Oh, excellent. Oh, so you've got two keys. Two keys. Is this key bigger than one? Between the keys. One's small and one's not. How did we get into the closet? Was that with a key? We didn't go into the closet, do we? Oh, we didn't check out the closet. Can we check the closet with our keys? Please. No, Bailey! No, not allowed. <laughs> okay, so um, you go out of the meeting room, into the locker room, and then through again to the workout room, and then you look at the closet door in there. Uh, the door is located in the far corner of the workout room and is simply labelled closet. Uh, this is probably to be sure that people don't confuse it as an emergency exit. Your best guess is that it belongs to the custodial staff. That's janitor or... Um, Dog's body, if you're in the UK. Your best guess, or Baldrick, your best guess is that this belongs to the custodial staff. Uh, there's a keypad next to the handleless door. The door will not open without entering the correct code into the keypad. The keypad is set up exactly like the numbers on a telemophone, including the numbers, letters, star, and pound sign. Did you hear something moving inside the closet? <gasps> Maybe it was just your imagination. Oh, the lizard. The lizard dragon. The lizard uh, dragon. The lizard <laughs> Um, okay, can we have a look at the treadmills and the... Rowing machines. And the rowing machines. Sure thing. Please. Did I say rowing? Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> okay, in the back of the room are three treadmills and three rowing machines. The machines have been cleaned up and shut down. Well, all of them but one, anyway. One of the treadmills is still on, and the screen on the control panel is flashing. What is this? We read it, please. As you step onto the track of the treadmill, you see that the screen is asking for you to select your profile. You also see a list of names that matches the Varsity player roster posted on the meeting room door. Selecting any of the player profiles results in information about their age, height, weight, and their best time for completing a one-mile run. Maybe this was part of a skills test that players were required to start to make the starting lineup or something like that. The information and statistics in these profiles appear to be appropriate for high school athletes. There's just too many numbers and statistics to be useful, though. But maybe if there was something specific that would help, we could take a careful look at that profile. Right. Uh, quick thing, guys. Run Fast Marine from the uh, posters. Yeah. From, yeah. Would that be something to do with the treadmill? Like his fastest running time or something? Well, who was the Marine? Is that Mike? Marine, uh, military so Mike Marine, Mike. Yeah. And if I'm just thinking run fast m- Marine, you'd be running fast in a treadmill? Yeah, if we could find his running time. Yeah. Can we Can we look at Mike's profile, please? Okay, selecting military Mike's profile provides basic information on Mike. He's 18 years old, 6 feet 4 inches tall, 188 pounds, and completed the mile run in 8 minutes and 3 seconds. I'm faster than military Mike. Cool. Uh, What is unusual about Mike's profile is that his best time for the one mile run has not been improved on in over a year. Someone with Mike's statistics should be able to run a mile in less than 8 minutes. Just as strange is that Mike's profile contains a note in the comments section. The note asks the question... You think you can do better? <gasps> so do we have to beat Mike's time, run faster than Mike? I don't know how we with, do that. I don't know. With do you 10 minutes do and better? 17 seconds remaining, I think we better think of something fast. Uh, Just uh, quickly, um, c- 
Could we punch into the uh, key code on the closet? The same pattern that is on the tic-tac-toe um, board. So, like, I'm guessing, is it one, two, three across the top of the keypad on the closet? Uh, yeah, so it's like a oh. uh, like a telephone. So, so it's got, in fact, give me a second. I'm thinking then uh, two, five, sorry, one, uh, two, three, five, seven, nine. Oh, or would it be four? Because is it... Because it's got a hash and an asterisk as well. Well, okay, so Ben, by fiddling with the various buttons on the keypad, uh, you're able to deduce that it's expecting five buttons to be pressed, followed by the pound or enter button. By entering the wrong code, uh, you've only managed to get a red error light to turn on, accompanied by an ear-piercing screech intended to alert you that this is the incorrect code. I just want to remind you, this is like a telephone keypad, including the numbers, letters, star and pound sign. Can I just confirm um, on this oh. keypad where one is? Is it at the top left or the bottom left? Excluding the pound and, and asterisk. Uh, it is irrelevant, but probably top left. Top left. Top left. Telephone. Okay, fine. Um, and the letters, I, I, God, I can't remember what the letters are on a, on a telephone pad. One doesn't have any of them, does it? Irrelevant. Like a starts on, okay. Oh my God. I mean, I mean, a big code flashes on the ceiling saying, irrelevant. <laughs> and what, what code did you just try, Ben? I tried um, two, three, five, seven, nine, because that would be how the tic-tac-toe gets laid out if you just clicked any of them. Um, I guess there could be a different order, potentially. Oh, I see. Oh, God, I, I don't know. I'm just thinking that run fast, Mike, run fast, Marine, and then the code think you can do better. Uh... Well, on, on that front, then, can we try seven, five, three, two, nine? Six. You try that, nothing happens. Two... Two nine seven five three. Nothing happens. Two three oh. five <laughs> seven nine. Nothing happens. The little red okay. error light is in danger of burning out. It's okay. <laughs> <Somehow> <laughs> we're close. That's all my guesses, anyway. Um, any ideas, think... guys? So there was a, a label for Clyde on the punch bag. I'm wondering what relevance yeah. that has. That's wasn't that Clyde's for locker. the locker, wasn't oh, it? Oh, locker, of course, yes. Um, can we? Oh, I don't know. Well, we I'm just at, thinking. Can we, we have a clue? Absolutely. Are you for a clue? Uh, you I'm asking and, for a clue. Um, Bailey and Alan, or Guff and Tid, well, I can't remember what the chalk names are. <laughs> yeah, uh, were That's both right. on the right track with regards to Mike's treadmill earlier. So they need to run on the treadmill. Oh, have a have a. Can we? All right, let's turn on, on the right track. <laughs> oh no! Hey. Oh, boom boom. <laughs> okay, so shall one of us start running on the treadmill? Yeah. I'll run on the Biff runs on the treadmill. <laughs> Bailey gets on the treadmill, but her asthma lets her down instantly. <laughs> and she dies. Um, no. Uh, so, yes, Bailey gets on the treadmill. Wow. Whoever knew you could run so fast? After completing the mile in just under seven minutes, which in escape room magic time is no minutes because you've got less than seven minutes left, probably. Uh, there's yeah. now a message <laughs> that appears to have been left for Military Mike. It reads Sierra Tango India November Golf Hash. Oh, hang on. Say that again. Sorry. Oh, Sierra, Sierra Tango India November Golf Hash Sting. So Sting. Hash. How's everyone's so T9 keyboards? So what's um, seven? Can we go to the, the keyboard thing, and uh, type in uh, the keys oh. corresponding to Sierra Tango India November Golf S. and then uh, hash, please? What would they be? I think that'd be seven, eight, eight. four. Well, six, earlier Mike five, said it was irrelevant. Four. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah, S T I N G hash. As you approach the closet, you are now sure there's something big inside the closet. It sounds big. Are you sure you're prepared for what you will find in this? Let oh, us grab the chickens first, please. Yes, grab the chickens. Ah, good idea. Yes. Okay. 
Okay. okay. Are you going to get eaten by the Komodo dragon? As you approach the closet door, you're now sure there's something moving inside the closet. It sounds big. Are you sure that you're prepared for what you'll find in this closet? Oh, we, yes. we don't know how to get out. How do we get out of the whole place? Because we can we unleash does, the Does one of the keys we have open the door for us? Do we need to no, because we use, we've got one little key left. No, no I'm thinking two keys. Oh, oh, okay. So I, we we've got chickens. We've got chicken. What What are the keys for? Well, one that I think is to open up the hornet's nest. Hornet's nest. But does the other one open up the door to the locker room? Is that right? Must be door to no. the fields and parking, is it? Can we try it? Yeah. Can we can we go and check the door to the fields and parking? Check uh, Needs what that door a looks key. like. Okay, uh, there's a large... So you go back out into the uh, the locker room, uh, and at the very far wall, there's a large windowless door in this wall. Uh, the door is labelled Exit, and you're certain it leads out to the school's field and the parking area where your truck is located. Someone's taken the liberty of chaining the door closed with an exceptionally thick steel chain and a large padlock. How have you not looked at this yet? This clearly violates every fire department regulation in the book. Someone should be fired for this. If you're going to get this door open, you'll need to find the key to that padlock. Well, we have a key. So we, we've got, a, we've got two we keys. Should we just open that now? Yes. But, I mean, no, not, not go through it. Just can, we, can we unlock the, the padlock, please? Yep, sure. The key you found in the gum under Paul's seat works. You might <gasps> just make it home before your father slash the coach decides to lock you in your room for a week and beat you to death. You oh are God. done with being locked in rooms. American the door to the parking lot Canadian. and your truck is open. Have you figured out how you're going to try and get Kong into the cage in the back of your truck? Look with the, the chicken. chickens. Yeah. How many chickens do we have? Just two. 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 Can we? It's we not a trail chicken, of two. We've got three and a half minutes left. Can we tear apart we... the chickens in a trail and yeah. lead it yes. to, to the car? Yeah, I like that. Well and then done, we go open Dad. the door to the closet. And don't forget the hornets. I'm afraid there's probably not enough chicken to get him all the way from the locker room to the car without eating you guys as well. Can we put a chicken Ooh. in the, the grey bin that was in the laundry room, get him into mm. the bin and then push that up to the car? Yes. Oh. Okay, yeah. so you put a chicken into the, the grey bin. <laughs> you put a chicken in the bin and then... Wheel it around to the closet. Okay, so you wheel it around to the closet. Open the door. Okay, so you and what was the code again for that? Uh, sting, sting, sting. Hash. Okay, hash. so Octothorpe. As you enter, sting, hash. The door pops open and out comes a roaring, pissed-off Komodo dragon. Better think quick, or you might just become his holiday meal. Uh, get in the bin. Tip the bin slightly uh, and like you know, put it in the doorway so he can't go straight into the bin. You lure him in with the bin, and he smells the chicken and goes in the bin. You've got a dragon in a bin. Bin dragon. Can we, dragon bin. Yeah, we, we push, all the push him out? Not all of us. Can somebody stay behind with the small oh, key and I, open the hornets? I'm, gonna, I'm Biff will sacrifice himself to the hornets. <laughs> <laughs> but you're definitely allergic. <laughs> it's my girl all over again. You wheel a bin full of chicken and dragon out into the locker room while Biff starts. Uh, how are you pissing around with the hornets? I'm going to just open the cage and run. Oh, and yeah, stuff, I would. A, I would stuff a towel into that. the outside uh, hole so they have to go in through the locker room. I'll, okay. And what? Uh, yeah, Ben said. Ch- Chedwood. No, that's Rip. not your name. Um, <laughs> Benwood. Uh, Biff. Rip. Oh. Rip. Ben Rip. Ripwood. Um, stuffs <laughs> a towel into the exit hole of the Hornets so they can only go in. You you start wheeling. Where are you wheeling the things? Tell me what you're doing. One minute thirty. Um, Chad, <laughs> Chad, and Tommy, are we and and um, Chalk, whatever his name is, is uh, are wheeling the dragon in the bin um, to the truck. Out to the truck. Uh, to the truck. And me and Ripper sorting the hornets out. Do, we, do you want to throw our second chicken into the cage in the truck? Yeah. Into the truck. Yeah. 
Okay, how are you sorting the hornets out? Do, do I didn't have to uh, use the key. You've just open the lock. Uh, there, you go. there you go. You use the small key. There you go. You yeah. Use the small key you found in Clyde's locker and giving it a twist, the lock opens. You've used the small key. You've opened the hornet's nest. The hornets are all in the room. You've pelted out of there. You've got a dragon and a wheelie bin. You stuff <laughs> the wheelie bin. You don't even bother taking the dragon out into the back of the cage, in the back of your truck, and you hightail the shit out of there. Yeah. Escaped. You have retrieved your dragon and you have inflicted grisly revenge on those dickheads. <laughs> um, hornet State, whatever their name was. Horn, Horn Academy. Horny Boys. Horn. No. <laughs> horny Boys. It's the Horny Boys. And you oh, no. have done it. How long was it to spare in the end, Alan, did you say? God, like five seconds. seconds. Oh! Fuck me. Oh! <laughs> Play. <laughs> we did it though. I paused it when you asked. It's like five seconds. Wow, <sighs> that was amazing. That was really good. That was brilliant. That was bloody hard. It was we, really good. We did it with five clues. Did did? That's not bad. I felt like I was playing a point and click adventure game all through that. That was brilliant. It was like a, it was like we were playing Monkey Island. It was brilliant. That was very good. I want to say to to GM as well, it was, I know I was fucking up a lot because I was having to flip back and forward and forgetting where things were, but like Walter has made this unbelievably pleasant to use. He's got Games Master's notes peppered all through this, like explaining how puzzles are solved um, and like what bits of things are relevant. So like next to the lockers, it's like, okay, when they do this, here's what you say, but here's how they will have solved it. And it's like, oh shit. So this tells me what I need to know in order for Hmm. them to do it. And he's also even got objectives. So like... The objectives for this were, objective one, open the meeting room door. And for that, you only really needed the um, uh, the, the the colours on the logo. Mm. Objective mm-hmm. two, yeah. op- open the workout room door. Objective three, open the exit door. And then objective four, retrieve the mascot. Objective five, load the mascot into the truck. And objective six, exact revenge. Oh. So I've, I've got that, to ask. That so was close. There was, a, there was a warning when we opened up the door. It says, are you sure you're ready to open this? What if we weren't ready would we have been um, eaten? I, I would have strongly suggested you don't. I suppose I would have let them eat you. Oh, brilliant. I like that. <laughs> no play. How did you guys find that? Stressful. I, I, I thought it was excellent. It was quite stressful, but I liked that it. Was, that, that was rather stressful. It was very good. Like, I normally have a single side of A4 for my notes, and I've got four sides of A4. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just got pieces of paper all over the living room. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's like confetti. <laughs> I must say, having an actual literally ticking clock on the screen in front of me heightens the stress levels. Oh, God, <laughs> yeah. Bless you, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, that was the lizard, oh, sorry, a lizard in the locker room. Um, a wonderful, wonderful uh, escape puzzle by Walter J. Miska. Uh, Walter, well thank you so much. Thank for, you, for letting us. Yeah, cheers, Walt. Oh, Valeria's recording uh, pol- before this. Um, it's, this is a just genuinely lovely book. Um, obviously, you've heard us play the first room. There's two other rooms uh, in here, each more fiendish than the next. Um, and I think it'd be a great thing if you like to run this sort of thing, uh, maybe with family or friends. Yeah. Uh, he recommends it perhaps for a, for a car trip, for a road trip, sorry, which is a, an American thing oh, because they have... Good yeah, but lot, very, good, roads. very good in lockdown if you've yeah. got like this kind of setup, you know, if you can do it like a, a, like a voice chat. Yeah, this would be a great, actually. This would be a fantastic voice chat lockdown adventure for yeah. you and your Zoom pals. Um, or even just if you want to distract the family from the misery of um, the Western civilization collapsing. 
Um, <laughs> oh my god um, oh my god um, yeah yeah uh, cheers very much walter um anyway so and now to reconnect us with the infinite escape room um canon um you having solved this chapter of the book or find yourselves popping out of the book poof, 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 and find yourselves back once more on the abyssal gray plane stretching infinitely in all directions with naught but a cactus with a spacesuit helmet on it in front of you and the five of you, extremely tired because it's now a two-hour, four-minute recording, start oh my God. a long, long trudge towards it. So, thanks very much for listening. You can subscribe to us on all of your favourite apps, feeds, iTunes, and at our website, www.theinfiniteescaperoom.com. You can also follow us and get in touch via Facebook and Twitter at tier underscore podcast. If you've enjoyed the book... No. Oh, fuck. Yeah, if you enjoyed this book, or the episode, screw the episode, yeah. if you enjoyed the book, and we hope you did, um, then well, there's a link to, to it in the, uh, in the show yeah, notes. Yeah, get it. Uh, and why not just hit Walter and be like, hey, dude, good stuff. You're awesome. Um, anyway, but if you like the episode, we'd advise you to please leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook as the old help of reaching your audiences. If you are really cool and a sexy motherfucker, then why not join us on the Patreon? Because that'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it? People would think you were good at it sex. It would be. Um, you'll find a link in the episode description and there's loads of different tiers for those different moments. We love you lots and we will see you next time on the Infinite Escape Room. Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye.